What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Schmidt Talkers, where we talk a little Schmidt about our health. I am Dr. D with Dr. Lenz. And today, we are gonna talk about a question that we get periodically, quite frequently, when individuals start to work with us and maybe they're new and maybe they're not used to the way we do things. So it's gonna be a great topic. We're excited to dive in. And it's based around why do I not lose weight on 1,200 calories a day? Because we get that frequently. But first, before we get into it, let's talk about our feel good tip. Feel good tip. <laughs> and today, you guys should already know if you've listened to us that we've got amazing home and gym workouts, we've got amazing recipes, and our daily feel good membership. But were you also aware that we have mobility? and daily drills, and daily full body flows? Maybe you weren't aware of it. Well, now you are. So it makes the Daily Feel Good membership even that much better of a deal. We have mobility in there, so if you're stiff during the day, stiff at work, you can go in there and get a nice little stretch for your neck, your stiff shoulders, your stiff traps, we're all feeling it. So that is included in there, and that is your feel good tip feel good tip <laughs> all right so let's get into it we've got why do i not lose weight on 1200 calories a day it's super super common we get this quite a bit because what we see commonly from our experience is that individuals will um, when they're first starting their weight loss journey they will cut the calories they cut it and they will start to see those initial results and they're like boom I read it, I cut my calories, I'm losing weight, it's all working out. And then what we'll see is they stop losing weight. So then what they do is sometimes they cut their calories even more. And sometimes they gain a little bit. And they're so confused, they're like, everybody's been telling me to cut calories, it worked in the beginning and then it stopped and I feel like I'm almost going backwards. Why is this happening? So. We'll just start with the question that we got on this topic. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you if we're going to start with the question. So here we go. I got this text message the other day from a current client. She is new to the Daily Feel Good and new to our community. So she is learning because we're big advocates on teaching our people. So those results stick. Okay. So this is a great learning lesson here. Okay. Okay, I do have a question. Before I told you, I was very overweight and I went from 235 to 149. I counted calories. I tried to stay under 1200, so seeing 1700 cows, I'm like, holy cow. I just want to learn and that's why I reached out to you. But I thought that if you are eating 1300 cal a day and then started eating 1200 cal a day, that you would lose weight. So I'm afraid if I move to 1700, I might gain. I know you're the professional and that's why I'm asking you so I can, I can understand. Um, and so to give you a little bit more background, what we do with our peeps is we set them macronutrients and we then macronutrients equal calories. So then she saw the calorie number that I had set for her, which is, was around uh, 1700 calories. Okay, so now that you have a little bit more background, that's where she got that, that count from. 
And I understand that she's nervous because we're looking to lose weight. And a lot of times we equate losing weight and toning up per se, I guess you could say is if I want to lose, if I want to take away fat on my body, I want to take away more food that I'm consuming. We do have that self-awareness where we know if I want to lose fat, I have to eat less, right? But that's not always the case. Yeah, so like I said before we got into the question is we see it all the time where people will lose that initial weight because of cutting calories. But then we see it, sorry. I was just gonna say, and that's all that it really is to weight loss is you have to cut your calories, you have to be in a caloric deficit. Mm -hmm. But there's a healthy caloric deficit while focusing on macronutrients, which in my opinion is the best way to encounter fat loss. And then there's cutting your macronutrient are your calories so low you're eating as much as what a toddler should eat. So there's 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 a difference. Go ahead. Yeah, so they cut them so low and they get those initial results. And then like I said, this wasn't just with this individual. We see it and all hear it all 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 the time. People will get hit a wall and they hit that wall and then they start cutting even more and they're so confused. Now, before we dive into all the different reasonings, there are a lot of different factors at play. Yes. And we will probably not be able to hit on every single no. factor at play in and the time that we have here, but we'll just talk about some ones that come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the reasons that our body may be doing this, and it's been even backed by research as well, is that the body is super, super smart. And when you start cutting those initial calories, from what that person was probably used to with their activity level, they will lose that initial weight. Then the body starts to get smart. It goes, okay, okay, I see you, I hear you. I'm gonna get a little bit more efficient at my job too. And it starts to learn how to burn less calories during doing all the daily things that you're used to doing. Because basically, your body's not just gonna let you die. And it's, it's, I mean, over time, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm saying like, Normally, if you're not able to eat a lot or you're restricting your food intake, your body's not going to just shut down on you. It's going to do its best not to shut down. So it's like, okay, okay, I got to use or conserve what I've got. Now, it takes some time for this to happen. See, that's the thing. And that's why people get so confused because they go, wait a minute. It worked for a while. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden did it stop? Well, because it takes a while for your body. Your body will figure it out, but it takes a while to it kind of goes, okay. I'm gonna start burning less calories and I'm gonna start to catch up and make sure I'm conserving what I've got. And with that, it becomes harder to continue to lose weight. Because essentially what's happening is when like you're cutting your calories so much lower than what you are, your body's used to using, it's using your reserves, it's using your fat as fuel. So that you shed all that fat, it might even pull from muscle if you're really in a high a really big caloric deficit like in this case which we don't want which that's a different point i want to make once it's kind of taken i mean she went from 235 to 150. she lost a lot of her fat and i bet she she lost some muscle as well depending on how fast that she lost that weight but um now that she lost that fat the body the body's like i'm slowing myself down i, I need to conserve you know i need to survive here and so like 
that's and a lot of times too so you hit that plateau a and then b a lot of times too people can't stick to eating 1200 to 1300 calories a day i mean i wouldn't be able to so then you have that on the flip side where you might find yourself then going back to your old ways because the 1200 calorie diet is not sustainable so that's what i was going to touch on is that is an amazing point because we see that commonly too oh my goodness. is that when maybe they have a bad week or something comes up and whatever plan they were doing or just calorie restriction, they start eating a little bit more calories than what they were doing, which is that 1200. Because their body got so used to conserving and got really good at that or better at that, they start to gain weight, sometimes faster mm -hmm. and sometimes easier. Because ultimately, you know, we talk about speeding up the metabolism or slowing down the metabolism. Their metabolism slowed down to burn less calories. And now, let's say, like I said, they had a bad couple weeks. They were eating more calories now. Your body's not burning as much. And your anything. body's not yeah. burning as much. So what starts to happen? Blomp, blomp. Mm -hmm. It starts to accumulate, sometimes faster. Yeah. And people are like, I'm not. And they're so confused. And I totally get that confusion. Mm -hmm. And that's why we always say a slow and steady fat loss is the way to go because you are allowing your body to adapt to those changes. I mean, when you have um, a fast weight loss, you can experience um, metabolic changes. So um, I'm referring to your period, like it can mess with your period because it's messing with, it messes with your hormones. Your body is trying to find a new homeostasis. If you've been 200 pounds for how many years, that's your body's normal set point. I mean, it, it's fighting to get back to that when you've lost that weight. So like you said, a few couple bad weeks, your body wants to go back to that norm it experiences. And you know, that is one of the things that where yo-yoing happens now, okay? There's no learning to, cap to fueling your body properly for sustainable, healthy living. I see all the time, you know, I did keto, but I'm coming to you because I don't want to do keto my whole life. Um, I want to learn how to eat. And then we try to teach them and it's like, it, they just go back to their old ways. They gain weight and then they do keto again and that's their way, but they can't maintain that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They can't maintain that lifestyle. And it makes me sad because it really screws with your body when that happens. So, um, that's kind of off topic a little bit, but. Yeah, so that, I, that kind of talks about the first point and the confusion of why all of a sudden did the weight loss slow? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? And, mm -hmm. and there's other factors at play. You know, you touched on a little bit with, there, there could be some hormone things going on as well that with that sudden weight loss that could fluctuate hormones because what people don't realize if there's that sudden loss of food consumption, sudden loss of calories, sudden loss of weight, what that equates to in the body is stress, mm -hmm. that almighty stress word. And when the body feels stress, it would be like, if I threw you out in the wild and I'm like, I'm not giving you food anymore. Your body's like, oh man, I gotta survive. That's stressful on the body. Right. So that cortisol plays a part. I mean, well, so that's, that's a whole rabbit hole. And that's even in general with being in a caloric deficit, even when it's a healthy caloric deficit, like we set for people, your body is still technically going to be under stress, right? And that's why we do recommend real whole foods, getting in your micronutrients, taking supplements because your body is in a deficit still. You're not in a weight maintenance, you know, phase in your journey. So, which would change then your ca calorie amount that you'd be consuming in a day for weight maintenance. Yeah. 
So then to touch on kind of the second concern is, so I'm used to eating a low calorie number mm -hmm. and now I'm starting to increase my calories again. Why am I not going to gain weight? Shouldn't I gain yeah. weight? Mm -hmm. um, how does this magic work? Because yeah. it, it seems like magic, right? How can we start to eat more and not gain a bunch of weight back? Like before, there's a lot of factors at play. Um, one being, I'll just say easy. One being is that you're still in a caloric deficit for your weight. The 1,700 calories that I had set, this, set her, which her current weight is no longer 150, by the way. She's gained some weight back, okay? She's still in a caloric deficit. That 1,700 cows, she's still in a deficit. So that's number one, because that's, that's just a simple thing. You gotta be in a caloric deficit to encounter weight loss. Yeah. So you touched on before that macronutrients add up to your total calories. And this is what I explained to her. Go yeah. ahead. So we're obviously not sure. We know her calorie number before, but we don't know the macro breakdown. No, she wasn't of, counting of macros. Yeah, but we don't know exactly what types of food she was eating at the amount right. of each food. We, we, we have no clue. So we have no clue. But what we will do is set a higher protein macronutrient number to eh, make up those calories. It's not higher. You're saying what she was probably eating. Than what, then, then what they're probably okay. used to, yes. Higher. And I say higher than what they're used to because most Americans... Well, yeah. I'm just double-checking because you said higher protein. Yes. It's adequate protein, but higher compared to what average Americans are used to eating. Yes. Yeah. And higher compared to carbs and fats. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, higher to what a normal American is used to eating, but yes, the adequate mm -hmm. amount. It's nothing outrageous well, I didn't amount. Want, I don't want people to think like, they said high protein, I'm gonna eat a lot of protein and get kidney stones. Exactly, and that's a <laughs> Which myth. Which is a but myth. Yes, exactly. I'm just so, kidding. because again, most people that come to us and ask questions and we work with right away, and most Americans in general, they're just not eating any protein. Mm -hmm. and, and what we've seen most of the times since they don't track and they're not really sure, most of the times they're getting around 40 grams of protein per day yeah, when they should be hitting closer to their either goal weight or their current weight at one gram per pound. And so to give you a better idea, let's say I'm around 200 pounds, I should be eating around 200 grams of protein, you know, minimum, yeah. right? So if the average American is eating around 40 grams to 50 grams, mm -hmm. that and, and then we increase that, that's high for what they're really used okay, to. Right, so we're increasing, we set protein, carbs, and fats. Those have numbers. These numbers equal the calorie number. When people normally focus on calories, they're not focusing on their protein intake. Why is upping the protein number not going to make someone gain fat? Yeah, so we talked about this in previous podcasts and, and other areas as well, but each macronutrient is going to have a different burn level or basically each food that you eat, the body has to burn calories to break it down, mm -hmm. to use it. Protein, it just happens to be, will burn more calories to break it down and use it compared to carbs and mm -hmm. fat. Now, there's gonna be a lot of people that are like, well, the, it does, but the calorie number isn't huge. 
It isn't, but it contributes. It contributes. Every little bit of burning more calories throughout a day contributes to how someone can start to eat more than what they're used to and still lose weight and get results. So that protein is actually gonna burn more calories to use. It's gonna have that thermogenic effect that we talk about right. in some other places. Right, and, and yeah, so that is one reason, you know, protein's gonna burn more calories pretty much as you consume it. Yes. And then on the, the flip side too of that, point number two of protein is the role of protein, right? Mm -hmm. So protein is going to be our body's building blocks, okay? What does that mean? You know, I don't know. It's going to mean, it means that it's going to help preserve your lean muscle. It's going to help build muscle. It's going to help your hormone function, your hair, skin, nails, your organ tissue. Really the big thing is it's going, it's more than likely going to be going to your muscle and your body is not going to want to store that protein number that I have set or Derek has set as fat. Okay, so you know, even if you were eating all carbs and fats of 1700 calories, technically, if you're still in a deficit, you're still going to lose weight technically, but you're going to get optimal fat loss results by having adequate protein because you are fueling your muscle and muscle burns fat. Muscle makes you look toned, muscle makes you look tight, muscle increases your metabolism. Um, you know, there's so many benefits. So to consuming adequate protein. And that's why, that's one of the things I explained to her was, I, you, I'm probably doubling the protein amount that you're used to eating, if not tripling, uh, because you're probably eating so low of protein. So that is accounting for your calories. So you're pretty much probably keeping your carbs and fats the same with what you're consuming. You're literally just adding protein to your meals and mm. you will encounter fat loss. And I'm a te walking testimony of that because when I first met you, that's what we did with me. We just, we just increased my protein intake. I mean, I'm a walking testimony yeah. too. And that's and what you started doing. So many other people everywhere that we've worked with and in general, I mean, it's, it's it, very common. It will change when you, when we focus on macronutrients, it'll hundred percent change your physique. And it also allows flexibility. So thinking about now she's in a plateau and she's also yo-yoed a bit, you know, when you start to learn how to eat in balance and eat almost 1800 calories, holy moly, like you're going to feel so amazing. Yeah. Having that, it's like empowering to be able to go out to dinner and enjoy some food and know what you're eating and what that's going to do for your body, you know? And then the next point onto the protein, what we encourage all the time is trying to incorporate more whole real foods right. with the protein, carbs, and fat. So whole real foods, it's foods that you can naturally find, chicken, beef, fruits, vegetables, nuts. those type of thing, nuts, seeds, all those things. <laughs> we try to encourage to get more of those whole real foods as much as possible. Now, why is that important? It's important because that's gonna help decrease some of the inflammation going on in the body. Yeah. And what's inflammation do? Well, inflammation holds on to fluid, water, bloating, all that extra stuff that, yeah, may not accumulate, a lot of extra weight, but you'd be surprised how much it can add up over a long period of time on an individual's body. Mm -hmm. So by just working even in that area, that's another factor that we try to add in there on top of them, the protein that will allow us to actually eat more 
and lose weight. Right. You know, lose some of that water weight, lose and, some of that bloating, that inflammation going on throughout the body. And let's not forget that usually when you're eating fruits and veggies and especially things like berries, obviously all your veg vegetables for the most part, you can eat more of it mm -hmm. because there's not going to be as many calories and it's also going to be very nutrient dense. So that's one thing people don't take into account is what nutrients are in your food can help your hormone function and and bring that, that part of your body out of a deficiency, your body's then going to be more apt to shed fat because it's happy on the inside. It's getting all these nutrients. So you could eat more vegetables, you could eat more food, you can, you can increase that. Whereas if I eat um, a donut or some chips, it's gonna be very, very carb heavy. And I'm not going to be able to eat a lot of that. And it's also going to be digested faster, which is going to leave me hunger, hungry sooner rather than later and there's so it's a plethora of effects that happen so i know we're diving in a little bit deeper there than just you know the calories but you know that that definitely it's like levels right usually people who start they're eating just trying to hit their calories and macros and we move them on to more whole foods and we keep on keep on growing and learning yeah so i mean it's, it's a journey and like we said before there's a lot of different factors going on at play there's just not one or two things to why we can start to eat more and lose that additional weight. There's so many other things going on throughout the body and to everything we just mentioned, whether it's incorporating more whole real foods, increasing our protein intake, or having an adequate amount of protein with an adequate amount of macronutrient split, we can actually start to speed up our metabolism again and have our body not be in that survival state right. where it's hanging on to everything, we can actually start to kind of teach it in a way of like, hey, you're good, this is a safe zone, this is a safe place, and it'll be like, okay, I feel safe, I can start burning calories, I can start using again, and I don't have to feel like I'm surviving and holding on all the time. So we can start to speed up the engine a little bit as well. Yeah, we have so many ladies in our community that literally, they're jacked, like not like jacked and like you see people in the magazine or whatever. They're toned. They're flexing, they got their biceps, they got back muscles, they look great. They look feminine still, they look strong. They are, I'm saying jacked because compared to how they were, they're jacked and they're eating more. And if they text me, they're like, I'm getting hungry throughout the week. I go, what are you eating? And then I go, let's add more because their metabolism has increased. So now they can eat even more food. And then guess what? Because they <laughs> built up more muscle, that muscle's burning more yes, calories. That's it's, it's insane. The body is insane. And so if, you know, if you're eating 1,200 to 1,300 calories and you've seen success, congratulations, but I am going to tell you that is not a sustainable way unless you are literally four foot five, four foot nine, I don't know, and you are a little thing. Um, that's, it's not a sustainable way of eating. Um, yeah, and, and, and everybody wants to feel strong. So when people are like, well, I don't want, like, you do want muscles. I'm telling you, you do. You want when the you say you want When you say toned up, you mean muscle. Yes. Okay, that's what you mean. Exactly. You mean and you and who doesn't muscle? want to feel strong being able to pick up a box, pick, pick up, up your, your kid. kid Pick up the laundry Do basket. gardening. Bend over yes. and to get cookies out of the oven or to get 
your kids' pizza or whatever you're doing on the weekend and not throw out your back. I was going to say, you can't tell me you're lifting up your kid or lifting up something off the ground and then you tweak your back. That doesn't feel good for no. anybody. And, and you want to feel strong. And you're like, wait, you're talking about food here. That's right. You will feel so much better eating more calories, eating more protein, eating more carbs and fats. Your body's going to be just so much And more. the key is it's eating the right foods and the right portions and the right amounts. Right. That's it. That's it. Those it's, are some quick... It's Okay, I just want to say this. I don't know where we're at on the minutes here, but... I just want to say it's not as hard and confusing as what it seems or what we make it out to be. What's hard is making yourself make changes and to stop getting what you get at McDonald's every day. I had to do that, okay? Stop getting that Coca-Cola every day at McDonald's. Stop going to Taco Bell when you're hungry at night. I That's the hard part is making yourself change it's not how to get there does that make sense so it's not like it's the changes that you have to look within yourself and make you know and that that's the hardest part of it we try our best to give you macronutrients so you have an idea of what you can eat in a day no matter what even if you want to go to mcdonald's okay fit that in if you want okay i don't recommend it every day but if you do it here and there okay whatever fit that in you know, and start to learn what you're eating, and it's it's it just takes some change. And that's you know? why it's so important, because like you said, it's it's the change in mindset and habits that are the toughest things. Really, is we we have the roadmap, right? The roadmap is the activities that we talk, the workouts, the mobility. Honestly, it's <laughs> the macros. It's our recipes. That is the roadmap. Yeah. It's the membership. That is the roadmap. But now. It's incorporating that roadmap into your previous life. Previous life meaning your previous habits. If you're used to going to fast food or you're used to not eating, guess yeah. what? This roadmap is gonna be, it's gonna be different. Right. And, or, and not a bad different, it's or, just different and you're not I think used to it. A lot it. of it is you have to, a lot of it because eating takes up the majority of your day, not working out, you have to think about your food. So you have to think, you can't just mindlessly eat now. You have to think about what you're eating and that's hard for a lot of people and it was hard for me too. I mean, when I started it, I was like 19 or 20 years old. Uh, going to McDonald's is like heaven sent, you know? And it that I think I get upset because tracking does take time, okay? We have to learn about our food in order to make a change and if I'm coaching you, I have to see what you're eating because if you tell me what you're eating, if you just tell me and not log it, you're just like, oh, I just ate this. You're lying. You don't know you're lying, but you're lying because you can't remember what you really ate. So I guess sometimes I get frustrated and sad because I'll get like, this is hard or this is whatever. I get it, it is, but this is the way, this is a great, this is the way. Macronutrients, calories, learning about it. It just takes probably about a month of your life to learn and to just focus on our community, focus in the membership, focus, use me, you know, for all I'm worth, and uh, you will get it. You'll get it for life, and then you can teach your kids. You'll be eating better. And you the can great teach thing your is the roadmap that we just said, the roadmap doesn't change the rest of our lives. Yeah. So once you get the roadmap and you incorporate it into your life, that's it. 
That's all there is Seriously. to it. It doesn't change. Like, here's like our recipes, for example, and our meal plans are as templates. They're already macronutrient balanced. That's why we do them because people didn't know what to eat. So that's why we, we have them in there. And here's the thing, you can spend $100 in a year with our membership and use myself and Dr. D for all we're worth. You literally, that $100, however long you're gonna live, 80, 80 years, divide that up, <laughs> your days up, and break down the cost of that. I mean, obviously it's gonna be less than a penny a day. My point being is you're gonna have that knowledge for the rest of your life. And we're not trying to jip you and just make you follow cookie cutter program. That's not what we are. Um, so hopefully our podcasts and our, in our, if you're in our group and our community, you, you see that from us that we're trying to teach. And two, this is a random point, but what would we have to gain by, Lying? let's say I, for this wicked satisfaction I would get by increasing your calories to have you gain weight. Well, yeah, and that's what... Um, I'm not saying this, to this, but I no, mean like I for anybody. Yeah. Like, what what would that be doing well, for me? And that's like, what we talked about. So not only... What, yesterday we were talking about this. He said it takes an open-minded, willing to learn, trusting in the process. Because I tell you what, when you're in a healthy caloric deficit, it's a slow and steady process. But we already said that's a good thing. Because your body is going to be more apt to, to, to lose that fat, Right. And we said something else, I can't remember, but maybe it was like being honest with yourself. I'm not too sure. But it it takes just open-mindedness, being willing to change is what it was, I think, and trusting, trusting in us, trusting the process that we're not fibbing. We've been saying this for, I mean, you, you've taught me a lot about calories and macros, so you've been saying it since for like eight years now. <laughs> But it's really more like 10. It's really yeah. hard to, to, to keep lying every every talk or every every year. We say the same thing over and over again because it's the truth. Yes, it's it is. So if hopefully that was helpful, hopefully those are some some of the factors that we talked about that starts it, to kind of make sense. Yeah, I think it's um, kind of like a truth bomb episode where it's like, look, 1,200, 1,300 calories may make you feel good mentally because you're eating so much less, but I tell you, unless you're an itty-bitty person, um, you need more than that. I'm going to tell you what, though, quickly. That usually has the opposite effect. After people do that for a long period of time, they stop losing that initial weight. They start feeling mentally fatigued, mm -hmm. and they actually don't feel better. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And here's one of the keys. You did go over it, and then we'll round this up, but when you do increase your calories the best thing that you can do for yourself is keep your foods as clean as possible and don't go dirty don't go processed don't add loads of inflammatory oil dressing on your salad don't go adding low quality dairy it, it's going to bloat you and you're going to feel like doo -doo. don't add a bunch of deli meats like bad processed deli meat you know that it, you could be bloated. So watch that quality. Keep the quality of food there. Try your best. That really is the truth. We hope this was helpful. Please, if you found this helpful, please share it with someone that may also find this helpful. We appreciate your support in any way that you can give it. And then also, like we talked about probably a bazillion times in this episode, our membership. It's only $9. 
we've got so many things in there. We add things all the time. It's really great, it's really affordable, and on top of it, we've got an amazing community to help you incorporate and stick to this mindset swap and habit building, all right? And plus, we're there for you too, okay? It's a win-win for everybody. That's right. So we would love to have you, drlindsayschmidt.com. Am I missing anything? You got it, nailed it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. See ya.